So, despite being out of the playoffs, the New Jersey Devils are still playing the spoiler role because they made things harder for the Dallas Stars and the Vegas Golden Knights. But have they impacted their coaching decisions as well? What do I mean by that? Well, I think you guys know who I'm talking about in, in regards to coaching decision because Peter DeBoer might be on the hot seat for the Vegas Golden Knights, but there might be an opportunity for him come in the near future. So where am I getting at? We have a lot to talk about in this episode. Buckle up. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked on Devils with Trey Matthews. Elias scores! Oh, Steven stepped up, nailed him. Rodora's got the puck. What a shot. The Devils win the Stanley Cup! Alrighty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked on Devils podcast here on the Locked on Network. I'm your host, Kyle Chalky, play-by-play announcer, and also Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. So, we have some updates in regards to the Devils 3-2 win over the Vegas Golden Knights, but this time it's in regards to the coaching staff, but not for the New Jersey Devils. It involves former Devils head coach Peter DeBoer. Now, we're going to split this episode up into three parts. I'm going to be talking about what's going on, giving you guys the backstory, are the Devils to be blamed for the overall situation that's happening in Vegas right now, and then I'm going to make a controversial take towards the end of the episode, and I think some of you might agree with me, some of you might disagree with me given the history, but you know, I'll save that towards the end, and I think this is the first time that I'm going to be doing a silly season type of episode in regards to a coach, so really looking forward to it. So what's going on with the Vegas Golden Knights first and foremost? So Pucks and Pitchforks, my colleagues, uh, recently put out an article stating that DeBoer might be on borrowed time with the Vegas Golden Knights if they fail to make the playoffs. So if you guys need a little bit of a refresher from a couple days ago, Andrew Hammond played lights out. He was playing out of his mind. He was absolutely able to just stop the Vegas Golden Knights in their tracks because here's the overall circumstance. He saw a whole lot of shots on goal, high danger opportunities, but somehow, someway, he was able to make the key stops when he needed to, especially in period number two, because in period number two, true to form, the Devils didn't really play all that well, but Hammond was able to step up his game, like I just said, to a whole new level, and that's what was the turning point in that game. That was the overall drive as to how the New Jersey Devils were able to go into Sin City and walk away with the victory, and speaking of Andrew Hammond, it wasn't just him. You got people like Jesper Boquist, Nathan Bastian, and Andreas Janssen. All three of them scored for the New Jersey Devils, and all three of those guys are not really threats to score, because if you look at Jesper Boquist, he was able to get his goal on a nice veteran type move from him. And then Nathan Bastian, the last time he scored a goal prior to playing the Vegas Golden Knights was March 15th. So Nathan Bastian, despite him being a fan favorite, especially what he's able to do with Mikey McLeod, he's not really a threat to score on you. And then for Andreas Janssen, what's the one thing I've been talking about Andreas Janssen throughout the entirety of the season is that sometimes he's wildly inconsistent. Sometimes I forget that he's out there because sometimes he's able to make the big plays like he was able to do in the previous matchup. But on the other hand, it's just like, wait, where's Andreas Janssen? Is he even on the rank? So, you know, that's the overall factor that kind of just goes against the Vegas Golden Knights because, yes, it was a hard-fought game, but it was really a game that they really should have had in the bag, especially if you're desperate for a playoff position, if you're desperate to just try to, uh, you know, uh, make it a little easier for yourselves because... 
from here on out, pretty much they're going to have to win the rest of their games if they want any chance of making it to the playoffs. And the Devils were able to make it that much harder on them. And like I said in the previous episode, the Devils on this road trip, they were able to do the same thing to the Dallas Stars. So overall, the Devils were just playing playoff crusher during their West Coast uh, trip. So the, the overall question is, could DeBoer be fired? Because... Uh, there's a history between DeBoer and the Devils, and it's a pretty salty one because this is going to be a deja vu type of moment for the Devils organization once again because they did the same thing for the Montreal Canadiens and they, they did the same thing to the Buffalo Sabres last year, which is after they're able to play a hard-fought game, after they're able to make a team like the Sabres or the Canadians look outright foolish, it seems like the Canadians and the Sabres, they were just like, that's it. If we're losing to the Devils like that in that sort of fashion, it's time to move on with with our coaching staff. So uh, bring in the new coach, because like I said, the same thing happened to the Buffalo Sabres last year because the Devils uh, were able to extend the losing streak to the Buffalo Sabres to like, what, 12 or so games. And then for the Montreal Canadiens, the Devils went into Montreal and they literally just took advantage of them. And then the day after Montreal decided to fire their coach and just say, okay, we need a new voice in the locker room. And now the same could be said for Peter DeBoer and what's happening with the Vegas Golden Knights right now. They are down significantly, but they're not quite out of the running yet, but it is looking a little bleak. So like I just said, uh, and according to my colleagues at Pucks and Pitchforks, uh, there is a history between Peter DeBoer and the New Jersey Devils, and it's not really all that good because if you guys need a little bit of a refresher, they were able to make the Stanley Cup Finals in DeBoer's first season as a Devils head coach during the 2011-2012 season with some top-notch veterans. So, you know, you got Marty Brodeur, you got Patrick Elias, you got Parise, you got Kovalchik all on the roster. Unfortunately, they did lose to the LA Kings. So, you know, that was a tough pill to swallow. And you would think that the New Jersey Devils, you know, despite with the lockout and everything that happened within the NHL uh, organization, you would think that maybe the Devils would be able to just repeat that success just a little bit. Nope, that wasn't the circumstance because uh, the team kind of fell apart and never really rebounded correctly because Kovolchek retired, Parise left, and then, you know, you got people like Brodor and Elias, you know, despite them being top-notch veterans on the roster, I think it's safe to say that they were on the other side of their better days, and then uh, DeBoer made some questionable decisions, including not really using Adam Larson all that uh, correctly, so it, it was definitely a salty history. So what does this have to do with this current situation with the Vegas Golden Knights, you might be asking? Well, I'll talk about that momentarily, but first, it is time for the first live read this morning, and it comes from our friends at BetOnline.net. So BetOnline.net has your number one source for all your sports betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the MLB season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sport wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Make sure to visit our friends at Locked On Bets, and please remember to gamble responsibly. And now, the second live read this morning comes from our friends at rockauto.com, an OG sponsor to the network. So, with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain all-parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket with your cell phone. So, save time and money when using Rock 
stock out of, why choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto's prices are reliably low for every consumer. They have everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com, everybody. So going back to Peter DeBoer and his overall situation with the Vegas Golden Knights, I think overall a lot of Devils fans were smiling ear to ear because they want vengeance as to what happened with Peter DeBoer after his tenure with the New Jersey Devils because, like I said, he kind of had a legitimate roster. Like I said, it was full of veteran pieces because you had people like Marty Brodeur, Patrick Elias, you had Parise, Kovalchuk, and... Uh, the captain, Bryce Salvador, and Bryce Salvador is actually a friend of the show. He's appeared on this show before. So, like I said, uh, it wasn't a team that, I guess, struck fear into you, but it was definitely a team that you respected. And despite Marty Brodeur and Patrick Aliash being on the other side of their better days and being out of their primes, they still provided a lot of impact to our roster, if that makes sense. And uh, like I said, the, the overall roster changed during the course of the offseason, and we were just never the same. We weren't able to recover. So the Devils missed the playoffs the next season and then the season after that. And he was effectively fired on Christmas Day during the 2014-2015 season. So uh, DeBoer's overall record with the Devils was 114 wins, 93 losses, and 25 OT losses. So overall, uh, his tenure with the New Jersey Devils, I, I guess it's sort of like that confusing relationship just because, yes, in his first season as head coach for a Devils organization, he was able to reach the Stanley Cup Finals. But then after that, the Devils were just never able to rebound. They were never able to, like, uh, just repeat what they were able to do back in 2011 and 2012. And, you know, that's ultimately where we're at right now because the last time we made the playoffs, you know, we were knocked out in the first round. And then prior to us getting knocked out in the first round, the last time we made the playoffs prior to that was during the Stanley Cup uh, Finals, 2011-2012. Uh, so our last few years in terms of playoff history hasn't really been all that good. And like I said, he didn't really uh, utilize Adam Larson all that correctly. So he made some questionable coaching decisions, basically what Lindy Ruff is doing right now. So ultimately, you know, we've been in this kind of dark spot the last few years after the DeBoer era. So Ultimately, it just seems like a lot of Devils fans just wanted to, you know, get back at him, smiling ear to ear because now he's not really in a favorable circumstance just because Vegas is now, uh, you know, unlikely to make the playoffs and they lost to a depleted New Jersey Devils team. And like I said, the Devils really had no business of winning that game, especially how they played in period number two and just given the circumstances that have been leading up prior to the game. But Ultimately, I'm glad that the Devils were able to walk away with the win. I felt as though it was one of their best performances uh, of the season so far. So ultimately, Vegas just not really in a good, comfortable position right now. And DeBoer's time with the Vegas Golden Knights might be coming to an end sooner rather than later because I think the Vegas Golden Knights have established themselves as an organization that's really not going to take any prisoners or not really really going to wait you saw them make drastic moves you see them just trying to do whatever it takes to just get more cap space wiggle room and ultimately you know Gerard Gallant they were able to move on from him despite him leading them to the Stanley Cup finals in their inaugural year so if you think that they'd be willing to move on with Gerard Gallant 
I think they won't have any problem moving on with Peter DeBoer, in my uh, honest opinion, despite DeBoer able to lead the Vegas Golden Knights to the uh, playoffs the last couple of years because uh, during his first season with the Vegas Golden Knights during the 2019 and 2020 season, that was the COVID season, the bubble season, if you would, they lost in the conference finals to the Dallas Stars. And then the very next season, uh, just last year, they lost in the Stanley Cup semifinals to the Montreal Canadiens. And that was a team, once again, that had no business of reaching the Stanley Cup finals, but ultimately they were able to just shock the NHL world and they were able to make it to the highest stage ultimately they weren't able to come out victorious but still goes to show you that I'm sure Vegas was not too pleased with the Montreal Canadiens uh able to just uh march their way past the past their organization and you know I'm, I'm sure they did not care that the Montreal Canadiens were able to make the Toronto Maple Leafs blow a 3-1 lead but ultimately uh you know like I said I'm sure the Vegas Golden Knights after that game against the New Jersey Devils I I don't think they're too happy with Peter DeBoer and his overall circumstance right now so it just seems like uh the the Golden Knights have taken a step backwards this season and to make sure that they don't take a couple more steps backwards I'm sure they might move on from Peter DeBoer and does that really you know, go back to the New Jersey Devils? Like, does this link back to what I've said in the previous episode, which is, are the New Jersey Devils just playing crusher right now? Because they did the same thing to the Dallas Stars in terms of just making it harder for them to make the playoffs. And the same can be said for the Vegas Golden Knights. But now, is it another circumstance in which the New Jersey Devils are kind of ruining the coaching staff for their opposing team? Because, like I said, they did the same thing for the Buffalo Sabres last year when the Sabres were on a 11-game losing streak and the Devils weren't really all that good last year. Uh, you know, the same as the Buffalo Sabres, but the Devils were able to take care of business against the Sabres. And then the Sabres were just like, you know what? We've lost 12 in a row. That's it. That's the final straw. We need a new coach. And the same can be said this year. Uh, early on uh, during the, I guess, second half of the year when they played the Montreal Canadiens, they went into Montreal. They took care of business. And like I said, that I, I expected the New Jersey Devils to come out come out with the win against Montreal Canadiens, but I didn't expect for them to just ultimately put their foot on the gas pedal that much. So that ultimately is what made uh, the Montreal Canadiens just say, you know what, we just lost 7-1 to to the New Jersey Devils on our home ice. It is time for a new coach because, like I said, guys, Early February, New Jersey Devils came in and took care of business against Montreal Canadiens 7-1. to That was embarrassing, and that's what ultimately decided for them to say, we need a new coach ASAP. So, uh, like I said, uh, in, in terms of Peter DeBoer and his overall situation, I guess it's my turn to answer the question. Is it solely on the New Jersey Devils as to why maybe Peter DeBoer is on the hot seat or maybe his job is currently at stake with the uh, Vegas Golden Knights organization? I would like to think that maybe it is the New Jersey Devils. However, I know that's not the sole purpose. I'm sure maybe they played some sort of a factor. I don't think it was a major factor. It's like, you know, a very minuscule factor nonetheless. But still, it's a factor. But ultimately, if I know anything about head coaches and just the overall circumstance and, you know, what leads up to them being fired, it's just like what I just said. Usually there's a lead up, there's a build up, 
as to why they're given the axe. So for the Buffalo Sabres last year, like I said, prior to them losing to the New Jersey Devils and just making that coaching change, they had lost uh, 11 straight prior to playing the New Jersey Devils. And then for the Montreal Canadiens, they haven't been playing well throughout the entirety of this season. They're one of the worst performing teams in the NHL. They're bottom tier. Ultimately, you know, it goes back to Carey Price and, you know, his overall absence because he stepped away from the game to take his hiatus. But ultimately, the Montreal Canadiens have taken a few steps back in terms of their overall development. And so it, that's what ultimately just said, you know what? Uh, after we lost that badly to the New Jersey Devils, a team that is, you know, solid and on the come up, there's no reason why we should be losing that badly to them. So I think it's time for us to make that uh, coaching decision. And I think the same will be said for Peter DeBoer, which is I don't think it's solely the New Jersey Devils, but I'm sure they play some sort of a factor because had they beaten the New Jersey Devils, I'm not sure what the overall circumstance would have to be for them to make the playoffs. I don't know what the what-if situation was for them because if they did win against the New Jersey Devils, would they still uh, you know, have room to maybe win most of their games and then maybe lose only one? I don't know what the circumstance was uh, prior to the game. I, all I just knew was that Vegas need, needed all the wins they could potentially stack up on. And they probably saw the overall goalie situation and who was available to suit up for New Jersey. And they were just saying like on their calendar, like this is a gimme win for us because the Devils are dealing with a lot of injuries. Their goalie situation is not really all that good. So I'm sure if they paid close attention to detail and just played aggressive and played hard, then they thought that maybe they can walk away with the win and they could help their playoff chances just a little bit more. But like I said, Hammond and a few others had different um different plans for them and when you look at it in this perspective look at how they score their goals so one of their goals was a fluke goal and then their other goal came on six on five because they pulled Leonard towards the end of the game so you know when you look at it from that sort of perspective the Vegas Golden Knights they didn't really play all that well because you know they got their first goal of the game in the second period thanks to a fluke goal that went off the skate of PK Subban and was just redirected on in and you know like I said nothing that Hammond could do on that because unfortunately it was just bad luck by his teammate in that sort of circumstance and like I said their second goal of the game came late in period number three six on five when they pulled their goalie so ultimately it's just like you know when you view it from that sort of perspective yes it was a one goal victory for the Devils but that doesn't really do it justice in terms of how the overall game played out like you know if you just look at it casually in the newspaper whatever the case might be and you see the 3-2 victory yes you see that it was a one goal game and you think it was a hard-fought battle not really the case uh, if you watch the game because yes there were some moments that gave you an absolute heart attack but at the same time you know the way that the Vegas Golden Knights got their goals not really the orthodox uh, kind of way that I'm sure they drew up on how to get it so you know, like I said, uh, I love the game. I loved how hard fought it was. But ultimately, you know, I'm sure it's one of those things that Vegas is definitely going to look at in terms of just trying to analyze the situation. Because right now, they're down, but they're not out. It's not looking, you know, too favorable for them. But they're still in a circumstance where they could potentially punch their ticket to the playoffs. And I'm sure DeBoer is just sitting on pins and needles and just hoping that Vegas is able to win out the rest of their games and just get into the playoffs. But for right now, if I'm Vegas, I'm a little nervous because, like I said, it's not really a good situation for them. And then at the time it's recording, uh, they're going to have to play the Washington Capitals in their next matchup. Then, you know, the Sharks and then the Stars. So it's just like, 
Yeah, I, I, I would be a little nervous if I was uh, DeBoer, but it goes to my uh, beginning talking points, which is I'm going to make a controversial take, and it's a take that I'm sure some of you might agree on and some of you might not agree on, so I'll talk about that momentarily. Okay, hear me out. Peter DeBoer gets fired by the Vegas Golden Knights if they fail to make the playoffs. That seems like the most likely scenario. And I talked about, like, you know, the backstory. I talked about are the Devils the ones to be blamed. I said, you know, I guess partly, but not entirely because there's more to it. But uh, the the final talking point that I want to talk about is that should Peter DeBoer be given another chance in New Jersey? Because I saw a comment on Twitter saying, like, look, I would love for Peter DeBoer to become the next coach for the Devils. And here's the thing, guys. Look, I know his tenure with the Devils didn't really end in the right sort of way. But people can change because the last time he was head coach, it was, you know, almost 10 years ago, you know, 2014. So I I, I think, uh, you know, if we give him another chance, I think he can actually take our team to another level because – uh, in his first season with the Devils, he led us to the Stanley Cup Finals. Then his first season with the San Jose Sharks, he was able to reach the Stanley Cup Finals once again, albeit they lost to Pittsburgh, but still reached the Stanley Cup Finals. And four out of his five seasons with the San Jose Sharks, they made the playoffs. The only time they didn't make the playoffs under his guidance when was when he was fired in his final season during the 2019 and 2020 season. And then he was picked up by the Vegas Golden Knights and they went to the conference finals, like I said uh, early on in the episode. And then last year they were able to reach the semifinals. So ultimately, you know that DeBoer has the capability to lead a team to the playoffs. And I feel as though, uh, you know, he's kind of that coach that can maybe take that, that Devils team to the next level because... He's done it before, and like I said, his tenure with the Devils the first time around didn't really end too well, but at the same time, is it time to give DeBoer another chance and another opportunity? Because the only time where he missed the playoffs entirely during his coaching tenure was when he was coaching the Florida Panthers from 2008 to 2011. So, uh, you know, when, when he went to the New Jersey Devils, able to reach the Stanley Cup Finals. So if you give him the right tools and the right opportunity and the right system, I believe that he can actually, you know, do bigger things for the organization through my perspective and based on what I've been seeing him do these last few years. Because like I said, when he was coaching the San Jose Sharks, he was able to lead them to the playoffs. So, you know, Stanley Cup finals, first round exit, second round exit, conference finals, then, you know, fire 2019-2020. Uh, just 33 games into the season, then picked up for the Vegas Golden Knights for their final 22 games, and then he was able to lead them to the conference finals. And then for uh, last season, Stanley Cup semifinals. So once again, guys, I think it's time to, you know, maybe not be the front runner for DeBoer to get the position if Lindy Ruff is not with us uh, come next year, but maybe you put his name into the consideration, especially if Vegas decides to cut ties with him. You give him an interview, you just see where his headspace is at because a lot has happened to the organization since 2014. I believe uh, the Devils are in a position to be more successful. They're just a goalie and maybe another player away from doing big things. So maybe considering uh, Peter DeBoer for the next 
head coaching position isn't such the uh, a bad idea. I don't think it's the worst idea in the world, especially what he was able to do with the Sharks and the Vegas Golden Knights after his tenure with the Devils. So that's something to take into consideration. So would you be willing to give Peter DeBoer another chance as a Devils head coach? I'm not saying make him the front runner, but maybe consider him for the position. Because I feel as though he would actually be a, a decent fit with the Devils organization. And like I said, able to lead the Devils to the Stanley Cup Finals his first season. Did the same thing with the San Jose Sharks. And he was able, uh, you know, prior to this year to lead the Vegas Golden Knights to the playoffs. And he was Gerard Gallant's replacement. And I think he did a pretty decent job. However, the Golden Knights have taken a couple steps back this season. So I'm curious to hear your thoughts. So leave a comment down below if you're watching on YouTube and if you're listening on a podcast streaming service hit me up on twitter at trey matt four or locked on devils and give me your guys thoughts so this was the first time that i did a full-fledged silly season episode in regards to a coach and i actually enjoyed it so uh, i'm curious to hear your guys thoughts but as for today's episode that's all the time i have for you guys so go devils thanks for listening continue to stay safe have a wonderful day new jersey i will catch you in the next episode thanks for listening once again